Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, the Duke of Earl of Sandwich. Doves are pigeons too. Titillating titanium talk. If I could just use your chicken. Chink in the armor. Lovingly. Mr. and Mrs. Coitus. Come together right now. Beauty queens. Males don't have the nice round butt. The black crystal. Hexa Guerrera. His taekwondo is better than your taekwondo. Do spiders have brains? Because I really like wanted to know. I can smell the churros. Brazen brazing with Bill. Why spiders are trying to kill you with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Why do people play rock, paper, scissors? It's a stupid, stupid game. It does not work. The logic is really not right. The following scene is a simulation. But it might have happened. The morning stream. Where can I hook up my modem? Good morning and welcome to TMS for Tuesday, November 9th, 8th, rather 8th. It's the 8th, 2022. It is the 8th. Oh, thank God, because yeah. otherwise I'd be like, oh, no, I'm late. <laughs> I was just looking at the looking at Wednesday on my calendar here and I left it up like sure. a dumbass. Uh, speaking of which, Brian, is it's his last broadcast day this week. He'll be gone uh, for the next two days. <laughs> sounds so ominous. It does yeah. sound ominous. He's coming yeah. back. Don't worry. He'll be back I'm Monday. Be back. I'll be back there on Friday for a little Oh, yeah, party. even Friday. Right, exactly. And film sack and all that. So he's not really, yeah. really oh. leaving. He just isn't no. going to be on TMS for two days. But it's fine. He'll be That's getting right. kyber crystals and... Uh, 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 concerting, watching, uh, watching a concert, maybe having a drink with Render. Yeah, why not? Seemed like Randy was down to clown. The time that I tried to get a reservation at uh, Jazz Kitchen and yeah, wasn't I moved Catwoman. Yeah, he moved Catwoman. Is what he did. That's right. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. It's always good to. It'll be to, fun. It's a you know, it's a it's a fun part of the country to go to. Even though I'm not going to set foot in uh, Disneyland proper. Yeah. Sadly, it'll be it'll be very difficult to be on the outside of that fence looking in as we you know we walk through uh, downtown Disney. Be like, oh, there's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, there's Space Mountain. Oh, I can smell the churros. Oh, there's Pirates of the Caribbean. What's the deal? So how come? So so uh, so Disney downtown Disney always confused me a little bit. It's meant to be available to everybody, right? You don't have to have a ticket. Yeah, right. There was never a time where that was locked off, right? Never a time. Never a time. The only thing they've got are you know. like security checkpoints at each end so that you're not bringing anything dangerous into downtown Disney vis-a-vis, uh, 
via V, visa V, whatever, to Disneyland. Because basically, it's the security checkpoint for Disneyland and DCA as well. Right, because if you're in Disney, you just walk right over there. It's no big deal. Right, uh, exactly. So they got to they gotta keep the riffraff out of there. I get it. Right, I exactly. understand. Yeah, um, but there's no yeah. more freaking Earl of Sandwich, which was my go-to. That was such a great restaurant there in downtown Disney. Yeah, what happened there? They just couldn't cut it? or Just, what was the just deal? couldn't cut it. I don't even know. You know, it's been such a long time since I've been in Planet Hollywood in uh, Vegas, which yeah. I guess isn't Planet Hollywood anymore. It's back to being the Aladdin. Is it? <laughs> Isn't it? Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. Uh, I didn't know that. Is that that's no, true? Is it? That'd be geez, amazing. What? Hold on a second. I'm Tropicana. Completely... I know Tropicana went to a different name or something. Didn't no, it? Tropicana is still Tropicana. Is it? Uh, <laughs> that's where the, the somebody the... help me out here. Am I forgetting? Like, is Planet Hollywood? I know that used to be the Aladdin, and I thought they renamed it back. Is what's happening, Scott, to my Vegas memory? I what don't the, know. What the heck? That means you've been uh, away from Vegas too long. You got to get back there. It is still Planet Hollywood, right? It is. Okay. okay. All right. Good. All That's right. right. It was new Aladdin from 2000 to 2007. It was, uh, it was uh, Aladdin, regular <laughs> original flavor Aladdin mm. before then. Vanilla and then, Aladdin. Yeah. And still hasn't. I don't know why. I was thinking. Uh, yeah, because it is such a stupid, stupid Planet Hollywood. No, Aladdin. Way better name for that casino. Uh, I don't care. I but agree. Anyway, I agree. I didn't <laughs> know about the. I didn't know about the era where it was called New Aladdin. That's news to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, I don't know if it was actually like. I don't think they had the word "new" on the sign. I think it was just Aladdin, but it was referred to as New Aladdin. Just need Aladdin classic, and we're all set. <laughs> right? Original flavor. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. there was an Earl of Sandwich in there, and I don't know if there is still an Earl of Sandwich in Planet Hollywood, but it was my number one reason to go to the Planet Hollywood casino, because I wouldn't, wouldn't usually stay there. Uh, no. There would be no other reason for me to go to Planet Hollywood except for uh, going to Earl of Sandwich. Yeah. the Earl. Maybe the Earl was uh, promoted to a Duke of Sandwich somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is that the, is that the succession you go to? Oh, Duke? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Is it is Duke above Earl? I don't know. Is Zoe here? You. I you know there was the... a Duke of Earl, but uh, that was just a, a song from yeah. from the fifties. Uh, I think there was a Duke of Sandwich or a, or an Earl of an actual Earl of Sandwich. Like the place was called Sandwich, right? Like an old British something place. Yes. Yeah. The was, origin of the, the term. The, yeah. The old old uh, Berg. Yeah. The old Berg. Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't want to call it a city. It's the only town. it's the township only, of Sandwich. It's the only burg or township I'd want to go to. Is, is, is right? sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. Man, I love a good sandwich. <laughs> I do love a good sandwich. Oh, it's so good. All right, hey, uh, you guys. I thought we'd do some clearing house today at the top of the show. Oh, good. Um, blow out some old product. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going cheap, everybody. Yeah. Grab it now. Yeah, get it now while the getting's good. Uh, we just have a pileup of texts I'd like to read that you guys have sent in and as always these are great and we love them so keep them coming uh as a play reminder our, play our uh, a text sound uh, sound uh, there we go there you go yeah. uh here, here's the number you got to use 801-471-0462 to send these texts uh this isn't for live people these are ones i've already got so live people you can still send us text but i'm not going to read sorry, them live. Live. sorry dead people yeah sorry dead people <laughs> uh you know i feel bad for dead people they're not here they're dead well sure uh, here's uh, one about animals. This is uh, from Serenix, who I think is in the chat today. I thought I saw his name flash by. Hello, Scott and Brian. There are many animal-themed characters in Marvel and DC. What animal theme would you choose for yourself, and what powers would you have? Yours in this life and the next, Serenix. Uh, 
Why is it yours? Oh, he's doing the core thing from John. Sorry, I couldn't understand what it was. Because so many of them are taken. Like, it's, you know, it's there's not many left that haven't been... You're, like, left with the mosquito or... (laughs) <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the naked mole rat. Let's think uh, of what we got. We got we got blue beetle already. We got squirrel girl. She's done. Uh, and I'm counting Wolverine, insects just because why not? Uh, Wolverine, yeah. right? It's a perfect one. Uh, Black Panther, of course. Tarantula, Black Widow. I mean, if we're just even going in the arachnid family. Yeah, there's plenty of spider stuff. So, like, yeah. Skunk Man says the chat. You know what? There's probably something like that. Is there a, pa- a there hero that like farts real bad or something? Yeah, right. Or it can just like uh, you know a noxious fumes uh, yeah. creature. I know there can is. I do, can I do uh, some sort of play on the Pachycephalosaurus? Yeah, always. Uh, like always. Because I because I like that dinosaur because he's just got a big, you know, a big plate in his head that uh, is super strong, and and I wouldn't keep hitting mine on the trunk of my car uh, accidentally. So. Well, outside of Spider Rex, are there any dinosaur type uh, heroes in the DC or Marvel universe? I can't think of one. Uh, there's a Devil Dino. Oh, Devil uh, Dino. Devil Dinosaur. And, and right. uh, be on the lookout for a brand new cartoon coming to uh, your Hulu? Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Oh. Coming to Disney Plus next uh, next year. Oh. Got to see, I get, I get to, you know, I got to see the pilot. Yeah. Uh, is it, it good? Was great with Morpheus. Morpheus was there introducing the pilot of his brand new show that he's producing. And uh, oh, wait a minute, for real? Like, what's his name? Is producing it? Is uh, yes, and um, and I'm glad you're running into the what's his name too, because now all of a sudden I can't remember. Uh, I can't think of his name. <sighs> we're, we're talking about you know Dallas Buyers Club skinny guy, right? We're talking about him, F- Fishburn. Thank oh. you, jeez. Oh, Lawrence Fishburn. <laughs> yeah, no, not. Uh, Wait, wait. Who I thought you so said Morpheus? more. I thought you said Morbius. You said Morpheus. Oh, I, I said Morpheus. Yeah, you were thinking Jared yeah, Leto. Yeah, gotcha. I heard. Okay. I heard Morbius in my head for some reason. I'm yeah, sure you said it right. Yeah, uh, good old Larry Fishburne, who we just saw uh, running the halls of uh, of Dream Warriors High. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Dream Warriors Sanitarium, credited as Larry Fishburne. Larry Fishburne, who'll always be Larry Fishburne to me. I didn't realize this um, was his gig that's cool this like is that. his gig he he does a, a voice and uh he's also producing it and uh it's it's it was really good i'm yeah. looking forward to it it's got a very powerpuff girls frenetic style to it which we really really like so yeah. well yeah. sarenix my answer to this so other, is uh, i would yeah. do a bat uh now let me explain a bat like okay. a batman i would be uh-huh um, I would prowl the night Ooh, looking for a, criminals. Yeah, it's original. Nobody's done this yet. Um, you would, uh, I would work kind of with the police department, but in a clandestine way. And the only way I'd know sure. is if they'd shoot a thing into the clouds that said, hey, we need your help. Uh, it's like all original. Batman sign. Yeah. Just a big sign that says, hey, Batman. Yeah, hey, Batman, get uh-huh. in here. And I'd go help him with whatever they needed. This a is all original. If you will. Yeah, yeah signal. You could call it the bat signal. I don't know. You could do whatever you want. But, sure, uh, sure. Uh, I'd be in this town called gritham and uh <laughs> it'll be great i really can't think of a good animal thing though i really can't i but, know uh, i know uh what hasn't been done dogs have been done is there a honey badger pretty sure there's a honey badger right uh is there it's gotta be i, I figure like you know we found oh i guess you didn't watch it but uh, a recent uh disney plus marvel series reintroduced us to uh the porcupine uh, oh, did that happen in She-Hulk? I guess I would I'm, assume. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. It sounds right. But you know, like all of these D and E list uh, 
Marvel heroes that I think, you know, we've gotten. Oh, there we go. So, yep, there is a honey badger. How about the pigeon? Someone in the chat says pigeon. Is there a pigeon? I mean, there's a dove, hawk and dove, and dove is a pigeon. Did you guys know that pigeons are just doves? They're just gray, dirty doves? Did you guys know that? What? Yeah. Pigeons are doves, man. Doves, dove was a separate. Uh, right. Doves are doves are just part of the pigeon world, or the other way. Um, like pigeons are part of the. Oh, dove I see. World. Pigeons are are just doves that have like uh, been under a car. Here and we go. All oily and pigeonopedia says this is literally true. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, there's a there's a news uh, source that I trust. Yeah, for sure. It says, while doves and pigeons are both descended from the wild rock dove, the one big difference between the species is they have different number of chromosomes. Uh, 76 of their 78 match, though. So they're basically doves. Huh, they're basically doves. Yeah. Yeah, according to Mental Floss, which is a uh, uh, site I trust, Scott. Yeah, sure. Uh, both dove and pigeon refer to the 300-plus species of birds in the Columbidae family. No difference between a pigeon and a dove in scientific nomenclature, but colloquial English tends to categorize them by size. So, yeah. and usually color. If they're white, everyone's like, "Oh, they're beautiful. Let them out on your wedding." Right. And if they're gray, you're like, "Get out of here, you sewage pigeon. rat! Yeah, you flying yeah. rat! People hate them." Yeah, but uh, you're right. hating on the same. They're all the same bird, man. <laughs> Birdman. There's another Birdman. See, we got too many. I can't think of one that hasn't oh, been taken. Oh, so many Birdmans, right? The Vulture, the uh, the Condor Man. When are we going to watch Condor Man, by the way? Hawkman. Dude, Con- Condor Hawk Man would be amazing. Yeah. Why aren't we watching that right this freaking second? Eagles with the Eagle something. Is there Eagle an man. Eagle something? <laughs> Eagle yeah. Man. I don't know. What Eagle Man. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is there next Sadly, one? he's bald, and that's his only power. <laughs> Celsius. Eh, he's pretty good at picking up rats and eating them or whatever he gets there. Right. Sarah next we'll have to get back to you. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Uh here's one from Missy who says, random question. Have Scott or Brian watched players? If not, you have to watch this amazing show, says Missy. Oh. I don't know what players I have is. Not. Players is a mockumentary series about a League of Legends type esports league. Oh, I heard really good things about this. Really? Okay. Yeah, I like legitimate except just the description. So I heard it was like legitimately funny and good, but also they get they absolutely get the culture of what they're having fun with. See, that's good because that's one of those things you don't want like an outsider saying, Well, this is what I think esports is from a completely outside the world uh, view. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Matt Fowler of IGN says players about a professional League of Legends esports team is another big mockumentary win for the creators of American Vandal. Nine out of ten. Oh. Wow. wow. All right. What's it on? What's it streaming on? Uh, Paramount Plus. Yep. Paramount Plus. Okay. All right. So that is one I definitely want to see. This I'm is glad one I you can add this. to my Brian Watch Without Tina list because she certainly won't care about. Uh, <laughs> About an esports league uh, TV mockumentary show. Yeah, I guess it depends on how good they are at the mockumentary part. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, so that it feels right. like it stands. Even though, even though if you have no interest in esports, maybe it's like a, I don't know, to get you a little further because it's funny. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But speaking of that world, I'm so glad Mythic Quest is about to come back for its uh, new season. Love that show. Third and final, or uh, do we know? Third, know. but I don't know about final. They haven't announced it being the final season. Then I saw something but, uh, about oh, it. Oh, and Atlanta. Final. Atlanta's final episode. God, I loved this most recent season of Atlanta. I just loved. and uh, It's an amazing I'm, show. It really is. Yeah. One of the best. <clears throat> I, I'll be. It's over after this, right? 
They're done. Yeah, Thursday's episode is the final episode. This last one with, uh, um, oh, not Darius, not Ernie. What is the guy's name? The uh, the rapper dude, uh, big big boy, uh, not big boy. The Brent, Brent to oh, the paper boy, paper boy, paper boy. Um, him and his his farm life is yeah. just so fantastic. Really? <laughs> Such a great episode. I've got this whole season. I got to catch up on. So yeah, I'm excited too, though. Uh, sorry. Will you guys watch the Hallmark? <laughs> film with your wives no eight bucks for christmas <laughs> no, that's terrible um that's terrible. that's terrible but also Sorry, kim, was, kim is it, she is getting in the mood but here's how it goes she starts with non-christmas rom-com material and then works her way into it so right now she's watching i don't know what it was last night something with a bunch of people i don't know but it was some rom-com and then she'll do probably one or two more of those. And then she'll start dabbling in the Christmas-themed ones. And then it's full Hallmark for the rest of the season. That's how this goes. <laughs> wow. Yep. So I'll go watch eSports Mockumentary. That's what I'm going to do. She can sit up there and yeah. watch all her bull her bull, her bull s, which is a weird way of saying bullshit. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <clears throat> Here's uh, just a nice thing somebody said. Uh, this is, uh, let's see. Listen, I'm not sure they give us their name. Anyway, hi, Scott and Brian and Wendy. Sarah here with a quick hat trick of comments for the three of you. I'll, I'll pass this so on to Wendy. Sarah, well. yeah. Oh, there it is, Sarah. Scott, thank you absolutely for everything you're doing, and I appreciate all the hard work and chore core recommendations. Brian, <laughs> absolutely on point with the music selections. You are the reason my iTunes wish list is growing exponentially. Finally, Wendy, thank you for the hour and a half sleep suggestion recently. That's done wonders for both me and my husband. Thanks, and have a lovely Aww. day. Oh, nice. I will pass that on to Wendy as well so that she's uh, made aware. Thank yeah, you, Sarah. C E R A is how it's spelled. If that's, that's right. your, if that's your real name, in case you're stalking her, it's spelled C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just to give you one more step toward meeting your <laughs> true love. But I love that spelling. What a cool spelling that is. I do is. too. Yeah. Because yeah. you could say to me, "Hi, I'm Sarah," and I wouldn't know. I just say, right. "Oh, S A R A S A R A H." Unless it's your last name and you're a quirky male actor from Arrested Development. Yeah, you could be Michael Sierra. 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 Uh. Seatbelt uh, thing from a listener here. Question sure. for TMS from Aaron. He says uh, Scott mentioned on Tuesday that he's against motorcycle helmet laws. I didn't say I was against him. I think I said I was kind of indifferent. I think people should take care of their heads. Is what I'm, I think I said, and not yeah. Whether or not it should be a law, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. But anyway, what is his opinion on seatbelt laws? Same concept of law uh, of a law meant to force people to take safety measures they might otherwise not. Um. Yeah, it sounds like if you're if you're for the helmet laws, feels then you're, like it's got to be yeah. Or sorry, I should say the other way. If you're for seatbelt laws, you're probably for helmet laws. Um, yeah. I'm for. Here's why I'm. Here's why I like seatbelt laws and what makes them different in my in my mind. Yeah. Um, it made the industry include them mandatorily, and they're built into the product. So you have this seatbelt. That sure. is in there. It's a you can't get a car without one. And I think the, the motor, other. Oh, yeah. Go I was just gonna say motorcycles. You don't have to buy the helmet. Is a, a built-in helmet that that can come down on your head when you sit down on the, on the right, uh, right. <laughs> the and also, it's all set in stone, so it just is what it is. And there are plenty of motorcycle driver or riders who hate helmet laws and will fight it at every turn, but are fine with having seatbelt laws. Well, that seems weird to me too. So I, sure. I don't know, Brian. I think you have the, a- the big the big thing for me in Kelly one thirty eight uh, nails it is that seatbelt laws force parents to put their kids in seatbelts 
uh, regardless of you know whether the parents put them on or not, fine, let it be their their own uh, their own gamble. But if it forces parents to put their kids in seatbelts, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't see a lot of kids on on motorcycles, so that's a good point. I just think having it, uh, I don't know. It's to me to me, it's like anything that's almost. <sighs> It gets team sportsy. It's it's just to me. It's like gun ownership or anything else. Like you're gonna, whatever side you pick, you're gonna dig in. And for yeah. some reason, even though it seems contradictory to be okay with seatbelt laws but not okay with helmet laws, people are just freaking weird. That's the end. That's the end result. <laughs> people are weird, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel yeah, exactly. People I mean, like, I feel like it should be in a situation where if you are are mature enough you know mature enough adult to take care of yourself you can make that decision however it should be mandatory for those that are not able to make those decisions for themselves maturely like kids or yeah or, yeah the other yeah if you ever fight if someone ever fights for like removing seatbelt laws then um fine do it for adults but you got to keep the kid thing in there yeah. You know? And I'm always going to wear one because I'm not a dipshit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. That's my whole thing. Is like, that's, why I, that's why I probably sounded like I was I wasn't anti-helmets. I'm right. just like, no, you if you're a dumbass, fine. Pro-common sense. Yeah. I just, we're all pro-common sense. Yeah. If I want to wear it, I'll wear a helmet because I'm not stupid. And if you're not wearing one because you feel like you're making a stand, freaking good luck with that tree or that rock you're about to slam your head into. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one. What did Brian do is the header here. We got one from uh, New Brunswick, Canada from Josh. He says, hey, fellas, I've been wondering what Brian did for work when he says he did a little or he did an install at such and such newspaper place. (laughs) Been listening for years, but have never caught what he actually did for a job back then. Love the show. Josh from New Brunswick. So, uh, Brian, you want to explain your. uh, So I ran the support team for a software company from 1992 till 2006. Uh, and part of that was either me going or sending out members of my team to different newspapers around the country to do installations of our software at the, at the newspapers, either in tandem with, or prior to, uh, the trainers going there because we couldn't, you know, we really didn't want to rely on, um, somebody at the newspaper. Usually it's the, the ad director who's super overworked and uh, retail ad manager can't go around to every computer in their sales department and make sure the software is installed, test it, and that sort of thing. Sure. So I would go out there and I would install for anywhere from like five to fifty, you know, Dallas, uh, the Dallas Morning News, and uh, um, New York Times and stuff like that. Would have these massive uh, rooms filled with retail uh, ad ad sales. And I'd have to install on every computer. But then you'd go to someplace like the the Vallejo Times in Northern California. You'd be like, three computers. Take me like five minutes. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, go back to the hotel. So because, <laughs> yeah, so basically I'd get to decide when the newspaper got sold, am I going to do the, the installation or am I going to send one of my people out to do the installation? And for the most part, it was like, no, I'm going to go. Are you kidding? I'm going to go check out Northern California. I'm going to go check out Central Florida or or uh, the Carolinas or you know something like that. But it's like, all right, we've got one for the uh, Detroit Free Press. Uh, who wants it? Uh, let's see. I'm going to send uh, let's send Ashley on that one, or let's send <laughs> Adrian or whoever. Sure. So 
Did you yeah, become so like to, lord of this, like to the point where you were this expert on all remote installs, and you would be like the guy oh, yeah. to talk to and all? Oh, that? for sure. Because I mean, I was head of the department, and so I'd actually be the, you know, I'd have to be the one to answer questions if I sent somebody else out, um, and they called me from the road at at uh, you know six o'clock in the morning because it's eight o'clock where they're at, and they're like, ah, oh, there's a problem. We're trying to install it, but I'm getting this error on their PC and. Uh, you know, I'd have to be the one who'd, who'd uh, handle all that. Anybody in the chat have access, quick access to Brian's gif of him picking up a chicken and stealing the phone? <laughs> if I could, if I could just use your chicken. Cause I can't but, find uh, it. I can't find, I thought I had it. I was like, okay, well, Brian's telling the story. I'm going to find that gif and I can't freaking find it. But for a long time, the Chris Brown that we talked about on this show, my buddy Chris Brown was my boss for several of those years. Oh, I didn't know He that. was my, yeah, he was, uh, um, uh, head of uh, of sales, and because of that, head of the like the training and installation. So, Chris Brown was my boss. Nice, Brown. Yeah. Chris Brown calling the shots, as it were. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, all right. Here's another one from. Uh, let's see, this is our last one, I guess. This is from. Oh, I like that you put a note here <laughs> saying his job back then was high priced <laughs> hooker. Yeah, I was gonna try. I was like thinking you'd see that and just start laughing before. I didn't see it till now. I didn't even notice it till now. I was too zoomed in. (laughs) What a brand new high price hooker. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he did specialty stuff. You couldn't just get, you can't get that stuff anywhere. Uh, Here's one from uh, Josh in Indiana. Uh, Another Josh, two Joshes in a row here says, uh, this is about translations. I was listening to Tuesday's edition of TMS and Scott referred to an actor as Digimon Hansu. Uh, he says, is there a list somewhere that translates these Scottisms to their real world names? I can't figure out who Scott was referring to. Thanks, I, Josh. I think of all of the people that mispronounced names, like, you know, Chloe Moritz Cortez or whatever yeah. you whatever you do for Chloe Grace Moritz. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like uh, Digimon Hansu is probably the most obvious of who you're, talk- you're talking about. It's, I would have thought Jaimon, so too, because it looks it like Digimon Hansu is who he's talking about, and all he's doing is just pronouncing the D that's at the beginning of that name. That's right. Uh, here's his Wikipedia page. As you can see, it's D J I M O N, which means yes. that actually translates directly to. Uh, um, <laughs> my jokes just fell flat because I, I couldn't think of the name of the damn thing. <laughs> What's it called when you do it? Oh, that stands. That's Drone Mon. Do you, do you get oh, it? Oh, DJI. DJI. Yeah, I get it. Drone Mon. Anyway, Han. Han. Glad H-O- we waited for that one. <laughs> I am too, boy. I'm gonna go edit it and post it. It'll sound perfect. Anyway, like quicker up. He's your 58 uh, year old amazing actor who's in tons of stuff, and uh, yeah. he's great. Uh, think, think, good buddy Ooh. friend in Gladiator. Think uh, who? from uh, uh, Guardians. Guardians, uh, Korath the Pursuer, yes. Yeah, I think uh, the main actor, his real breakout role was that Spielberg movie where he was a slave in the ship. Um, what was that called? Oh. Uh, uh, slave in the ship. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amistad. Amistad, yes, thank you. Yeah, I think that was his first deal. Yeah. Uh, or the one that really got him noticed. Anyway, and he's a very, very striking man. He's just like, wow, look at this guy. Yeah. So there's your Digimon Hansu, and no, there's no list somewhere of all the names I get wrong. Okay. No, but uh, you have to make up your own list, and then, then if you can, then that's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I've uh, uh, obviously all, almost all cut up. Haven't watched the newest episode of Andor, which I think dropped today, but I do like the reuniting of um, of Forrest Whitaker. Mm. Uh, 
and Andy Serkis from uh, Black Panther into oh uh, into right Andor. Yeah, look at that little crossover there. Little crossover, little little repairing of those two. I assume uh, the characters that what's his name, Fr- Frandle ha- Hacksaw. Saul <laughs> Hacks, hacks, saw, saw, saw. You're talking about saw. It is saw. Saw Saw Guerrera. Guerrera. Saw Guerrera, yes. Yeah. Hack Saw Guerrera. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know. I didn't know they were both going to be back. I saw screen grab, so I figured they were there. But um, how how far are you into? uh, I'm only five episodes in, so I'm way behind, but I'm I'm on the catch up. I really like it, so I'm kind of taking my time. Um, The one thing I would say, though, I guess somebody online today said that there was a really distracting thing in the latest episode. And oh, it was really? Somebody's wearing ski boots. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are they are they carrying an ice cream maker by chance? No, <laughs> but it, and there was something else like something. What did he say? There was some oh, other I need thing. To see a screen grab. I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. But who, that's really funny. Who's who made? Um, oh my gosh! Who made like uh, all the old like Lucas Arts point and click games? Uh, oh, geez, he. They just Sierra? Got, no, they just got bought by Microsoft. It was it was LucasArts. They were the, the Sierra was the competing company back then. Why can't they give his name? He made he made uh, the Jack Black game where he's like a heavy metal guy, and then he made oh um, yeah yeah right uh, uh, yeah, the Destiny. Uh, oh Tim Tim yeah, but I don't want just his first name. Tim what? Schaefer. Tim Schaefer. This is the Broken Age guy, isn't it? <sighs> yes, thank you. So yes. Tim Schaefer is the one that pointed it out. Let me see if I can find the post. Pretty These great. are literally just snowboarding boots. Oh my god, is this uh this is such if this is from that same Reddit. Oh, it's not. Darn it. This There's a Reddit thing Schaefer. called it's literally just a uh <laughs> a book light. That's what it I is. Find- there it is. Okay, chat. <laughs> yeah, I see them looking at the photos right now of them walking down the hall with those. Those are really just snowboarding boots. Well, yeah, and there was one other too. Like, so uh, no there was one other one where it was like snowboard birdies and something else. What was it? Oh, they're the boots. Okay, yeah, the ones they walk on. Sure, in the in the zap zap floor prison. Oh, sure. I guess what he's talking about earlier was um, there's a Polaroid camera in there that they use as like a navigational aid, but it's just a Polaroid camera. Oh yes. Yes. It was what's his face was using it in their, in their little <laughs> siege group. I love that too. He hates it. He thinks it takes him out of the show is what his problem is. And he later says, I have expected these guys, the guards down the hall to be holding some Mountain Dew. So he's a little yeah. annoyed, but there's uh yeah. Have you, you've seen the Reddit, the subreddit. That's a book light, right? Uh, no, let's see. Oh. I want to, his, uh, there's so much great stuff that they're like pulling out of Andor, like his cereal that the dude eats, Cyril's uh, weird blue cocoa puffs, mm-hmm. are uh, actually the Trolls World Tour Tricks <laughs> cereal. <laughs> no way. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. I'm okay. fine with all of this. I am joining. Okay. Another one. You know how much I love Dune, right? Dune's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they're up in the omnithopters or whatever they're called, the helicopter things that work like bugs. Um, at one point, uh, Pop Papa Atreides there is wearing a helmet and he's flying. He's he's piloting the omnithopter, right? You remember this? Right. Yep. Yep. So on his head is this like helmet array thing that just looks a little bit odd, but it the reason it looked familiar to me and I went and looked it up. It looks like 
or not not only it looks like it is this accessory thing you can buy for the uh the H- HTC Vive okay. like VR headset <laughs> that makes it like weighted better in the back kind of like the one you can buy for your Quest that like gives you more balance or whatever or, I don't know I'm Oh not, yeah okay. what you can buy sure. it like a $50 add-on it's like one of those they literally just used that on his head. They just put that on his head. <laughs> and you it's Dune. You know so... how much money they have for Dune? They have so much money for Dune. Right. You know what, though? I'm so fine with it. There's another photo of, like, uh, an egg slicer that's used as a light in Andor. <laughs> I yeah. just put in the chat room. Uh, these, are, these are just fine. They are pretty good. Oh, they've got... <laughs> All right, that's funny. There's another Andor one. Star Wars Andor. Uh, wall steps are food trays. Oh, really? <laughs> no, they're just food trays. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are great. Uh, yeah, this Reddit is great. It really is, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to... I'm going to... This know, is my new obsession. It's like, oh, here's an old Nintendo controller. Or here's a... Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. This is really great. A uh, TV remote control that they used in uh, Doctor Who. Or... Uh, <laughs> this is so good. Oh, they- Battlestar Galactica from 79. They've got a weird alien tree with fruit on it. They're just water yeah. balloons full of water. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Oh, great. Right. I Thank mean, that's you. what we would do, right? If we were making a movie, it's like, well, all right, you know, let's not spend money on that thing from, you know, that's going to be barely noticeable in the background. We'll like use a, 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 a jart, like a, you know, a lawn dart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we have lightsabers without them just jury rigging right. pipes and stuff that's true. yeah exactly yeah you know? i love that stuff random crap glued to glued to a pipe is it jury rigging or jerry rigging oh i don't know if i've said the right thing i'm sure the chat will correct me uh jury rigging jury i think jury rigging i think that's right? what i thought i always say jury rigging is it jerry rigging i'm having a i'm having a crisis <laughs> if it's not if it's not jury rigging then unfriend then unfriend me, me. that's right unfriend me damn it all right. Uh, well, there you go. That's uh, all that she wrote for the text. If you want to send yours in, 801-471-0462. You can send them anytime, anywhere. Just kind of indicate that it's for TMS in some way. Usually you guys say, like, dear Bibbit and Scrippy or whatever you do. <laughs> you can do that, and uh, we'll know. That way we'll know. And uh, we'll read them here on the show. It's time for the news. It's the news, and it's brought to you by... A shout-out to Jim and Robin Jensen. May today's surgery be quick and pain-free. Yes, so they're the nicest human beings ever. They and, really um, are. Yes. They came by the house yesterday while the baby was over and dropped off a gift for Kim and her birthday. Aww. Brought me some shirts for no reason. I don't even need I don't even need shirts. Now I love them. They're great. <laughs> they gave me so shirts. So they're stitch fix, basically, is what they are for you. <laughs> I don't know why they, they thought of me in this way, but I'm glad they did because I need a couple of new shirts. They're perfect for winter. I love them. Anyway, they hung around for a while. And we just talked and chatted and Robin played with the baby and it was great. Uh, anyway, today she has some surgery that should be quick in and out day, you know, same day stuff. Yep. So we just want them to know we're thinking about them and uh, wish them the best as that all goes down. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Brian, we got yes, sir. We got a student problem, a problem with the oh, students. Oh, no. Well, yeah. somebody think of the students. Well, we're going to think of them right now. 55 of them in, in uh, this regard may have to retake their SATs after they were lost uh, in a UPS truck. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Oh. Uh, I don't know why you... Ma- why are we mailing? I guess... Right. You- Is there... Could there be somebody on site who... 
who uh, approves <laughs> those, please? Yeah, it's very weird to me, but whatever. It says, uh, taking the SATs is a stressful, anxiety-inspired, inspiring rite of passage for many high school students. Um, my notable SAT experience was that I was doing terrible in grades at that yeah. time, but I freaking rocked the test. Really? Like killed huh. it, which was typical for me, because what I didn't like yeah. was busy work, homework, and sure. sitting there. But I was smart. I got the shit in my head, and I would take tests and ace all my tests. But I would, I would just be bad at turning things in or being on time or all this kind of thing. I was kind of a turd that way. But SATs, I was. I think I was a so. So what happened to us, man? Like, I know. <laughs> Look at us now. Where know. did all that stuff go? Where we can't even pull uh, uh, Jaimon Hansu's name or Lawrence Fishburne's name out of uh, out of <laughs> thin air. What the heck happened to us? Age. All right. Uh, it says here, 50 students in El Paso uh, have to take these tests again. Their tests were uh, flew out of a UPS truck. <laughs> <laughs> flew out? Yeah. That means their back was open and they probably didn't secure them or whatever. Right. Aren't those always oh, open? Geez. They're always kind of open, right? The backs usually aren't, but the sides, I noticed that the, the Amazon delivery drivers in my area anyway, at least drive around with the side door open. And it's like, all right, um, that's uh, sure it saves you a lot of time, but doesn't stuff just fly out when you make a left-hand turn? Yeah. Yeah. That seems weird to me. But anyway, these papers flew out. They lost them. So now the independent school district of El Paso uh, tells CNN that they are currently working with the college board. Which admissions, uh, which administers the SETs to determine a remedy for the students whose tests were lost. They're going to have to retake them. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, that does suck because the stress. Those poor kids already had the stress of having to do it once, and it's like, oh, thank God that's over, and I think I did really well, but uh, I can finally relax. Oh, you know, uh, we're, you're going to have to take that thing again. Yeah, plus some of those kids, the Sharpie they used to cheat and write all over their arm, it's all worn off by now. <laughs> That's right. You know? Maybe they'll do better the second time. Maybe they've gone back and said, oh, yeah, shoot, I should have said blah, 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 and now they could, they'd get the chance. Uh, it says they're, they're, they got a statement from UPS, which had a big apology. It says, quote, our employees are working to recover as many of the tests as possible. Also, they might get some of them if they find they them. They might, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll work we with- did find a semi full of meat. Would that work? <laughs> Throwback, everybody. Yesterday's show. That's Throwback. Right. That's right. If you're all listening, you know, you know. That's right. Now, who says there's no continuity in TMS, huh? Not not us. Not you. Not ever. Um, it says, let's see. They're going to try to resolve it, said the company. The driver's actions in this case are not representative of the UPS protocols and methods, and we are addressing this with him. Well, I don't know well, if you nice. want to throw him under the bus. Maybe maybe the papers were uh, badly... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, my brother's a UPS driver. I don't want to just, you know, throw shade on UPS guy. Maybe sure, he didn't do it. Sure. Maybe he's okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your brother's a UPS driver, and you're t- saying that those guys usually drive around with their backs open, like their uh, the the back door is open. Mm, good point. Maybe I'm maybe I'm seeing <laughs> I'm seeing a kink in the chain here. A kink in the chain. <laughs> no, not a kink in the chain. A kink in the hose. Uh, kink in the armor is the phrase. Oh, we're kink. Okay, yeah. Is or it a kink in the armor, armor or a chink in the, the armor? Chink, chink in the armor. Right, the phrase. which is my brother when he wears armor, right? <laughs> now, that's a joke we can say because I grew up in a household where we called my brother that word, and it was an term. You can say that because you it grew was, up in a... It was a term of endearment in our house until we got out of the house and heard mean people say it, and then we realized, oh, that's not nice at all. Anyway. <laughs> uh, if you're explaining, you're losing. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> Trust me, I've done that my entire oh. life, and I'm—I have no—I have no shame in it. Matt would sit here right now with me, and I go, sure. 
Matt, how do you feel yeah. about your family calling you that? And he'd say, it's no big deal. And I'd say, well, how do you feel about some stranger calling you that? And he goes, I beat him up. I beat him up. He'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Which he would do. He would kick their A. Watch out. My brother, he doesn't remember all the Taekwondo that he was taught before he came here, but it's like in him a little bit. You know so, what? If he remembers enough of it, that should be just fine. That's all you need. Right, yeah. just a tiny bit of taekwondo. One or two things, of, you got me beat. <laughs> it goes a long way, if I can say the word. I don't know how to say it. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so this is weird, and I hope those kids get to retake their tests uh, in a way that makes sense, or they find the shit. All right? That's yeah. what we want. All right, yeah. moving on. And if not, then I hope those kids do better the second time. Yeah. I always, you never hear that, though. You always hear when a kid retakes it. unusual punishment to make him do it twice. You always hear when they take him again that they're lower, though. That's always the story. Oh, really? Oh. I mean, that's, what, that's all I ever heard. Like, kids in school, they're like, well, I'm going to try to get better than a 26. And then they come back with a 24. Okay. I don't know if that's going to be everybody, but that's how it always felt. So good luck, I guess, to all of you. Find young... The future of our world hangs in the balance as these kids get their tests done and go to college. Moving on to this story here. Yeah. I heard a big bang, says a man who wonders if a meteorite destroyed his house. Oh, if I stay in a cheap hotel, I usually hear a big bang. Yeah, right next door. (laughs) You ever had to call the front desk and tell a neighbor? I don't mean for that, but I mean like somebody in the hotel is too loud and you were like, can't sleep. No, actually, I never. Well, have I? I'm sure I have. You know what? I've stayed in a lot of hotels and I'm sure I've had to say, hey, could you... Could you call the next the people in the room next to us? That's usually a Tina thing. Like Tina gets pissed off if somebody's walking down the hall past our room too loud. Mm. Um, Tina has zero shits to give. She also and, has uh, incredible hearing. She's like Kim. They both have crazy hearing. She and does. They can hear everything. She absolutely does. I don't think but, that's fair. Uh, you know, I'm I'm usually like uh, you know if, if I can sleep if I I'm usually able to sleep through all that stuff. That's usually not going to be the thing that wakes me up. But I have had. I've had noisy people above me doing it, um, but that was in an apartment. And then, you know, I just would see them later and be like, hey, you guys are, you guys are, you guys are nasty. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling you Mr. and Mrs. You Coitus. Are, you guys are talkers, man. Yeah. <laughs> so today, um, <clears throat> but in a hotel sense, I feel like for me, it's always somebody yelling at somebody and it's oh, always, sure. <laughs> it's always Vegas where this happens. Um, but I always feel like somebody's screaming at somebody else. And I'm always like, all right, in the movies, somebody might even go down to their room, knock on the door and go, hey, we're trying to sleep up here. I would never do that. You get yourself killed. Yeah, exactly. I ain't doing that. Uh, No, and it's not like you can say, uh, well, tell them anonymously that the uh, person who there's only one room that's adjacent to them because they're. They're at the end of the hotel. Yeah. Tell them anonymously that there's uh, making too much noise for the for uh, one of the people around them. Yeah. And that whole thing is frustrating. Also. Yeah, the crying crying kids. I mean, that sucks because there's really nothing they can do about it. So yeah, that one you I just can, turn on I some can. white nose and noise and hope for the best. You know, just exactly. do what you can. Exactly. Uh, well, anyway, this guy, Northern California. Uh, here's the deal. So Northern California officials are looking f- uh, to see if a bright ball of green light seen in the sky on Friday is a meteorite that landed and destroyed this dude's house. Oh, well, my. <laughs> if it's not, then what else would then it what be? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> Alien laser. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Uh, witnesses came from all over the region following the path of the bright ball in the sky to see where it landed. And that path led right to Dustin Procata's home. He was sitting inside the house with his two dogs when uh, he said something hit his home and started a fire. He lives in a quiet rural area amongst rolling hills where cattle graze. Oh, this is nice. 
And the Buffalo Realm. Yeah. And the <laughs> meteors fall. <laughs> he said the area in his home, or sorry, he said the area is home to multi generational <laughs> cattle farmers and ranchers. Um, well, even all of a sudden he's an Aryan. What? Yeah. Uh, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> he had just fed the cows and sat on the couch listening to music when it hit his home. Didn't say what music he was listening to. <laughs> I'd like to think it was Exit Stage Right from from uh, Rush. Oh wow! Okay, that's a that's a, an interesting pull. I'm Is that weirdly specific? Uh, yeah. I'm going to guess it's uh, Jason Aldean. That's what he was listening to. Oh, geez. All right, you might be closer to correct. <laughs> Just trying to think who That's what they listen to where the uh, you know where the deer and the antelope play. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture like if you're a dude, a kid of the 70s. Yeah, I don't even know how old this guy is. Doesn't say, but right. for some reason I just picture him being a guy who like loved Rush when he was a kid, uh-huh. and now he's listening to Rush with his dogs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, today's Tom. Yeah. Anyway, so they saw this thing. The problem is it got real small by the time it hit ground. And so okay. he thinks the fire. So what they saw in the sky was much bigger as it broke up in the atmosphere. And then when it hit his house, it was probably only the size of a cat or something. Sure. I don't know why I chose cat. Whatever. Uh, why is it? Yeah. Why cat, Scott? Why couldn't you say basketball or football? I said cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I mean, do we know that this guy just didn't accidentally burn down his house and say, oh, it was something that came from the skies, insurance company. Please believe oh. me. Hey. And now, see, look at Detective Ibbett with the with the news the 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 scheme. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like. No, I think you're right. I think you've got the uh, you've got the the thing of it. I'm you know I'm Joe skeptic here. It's like uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, Joseph P. Skeptic. Why did they have the camera rolling when that Costco truck uh, hit that guy in the nuts? That's mm. right. Hmm. Well, you know what we should do when we talk about stuff like this. So, <laughs> meet the defender. Meet the defender. He says a meteor hit his house. He's <laughs> he thinks a meteor hit his house and set it on fire. The and city a little alien gave him a green ring. Meet the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that music brings me back. It's so weird yeah. to play it. Uh, all right, there's that. Uh, how about this story? Uh, Lindy, you know the their Lindel is it? Lindy, Lindel. Well, there's Lint. There's Lint, L I N D T, and then Lind or Little. Lind, little, Little, L I D L, Little. Well, these guys make it's chocolate. That's so horrible. This is the deal. Yep. They all make chocolate. And uh, Little was told to destroy golden chocolate bunnies after it lost a copyright case with Lint. <laughs> I don't know why they just give this stuff away to charity or something. Why you got to ruin? Why you got to destroy, destroy it? Yeah, exactly. You know? I understand. Like, we did the whole thing with the Target bikes some time ago. Right, where right. They throw away old bikes that didn't sell, and I'm like, dude, which could have been those could have been defective though. I think somebody had came back, come back to us and said, well, they might have thrown those away because you know they there were other issues or yeah, I guess it could have been a was, recall. There was somebody that oh, there was some explanation that somebody came back to us and like, oh, that does kind of make sense. Yeah, but it was like a, it was like a terrible reason. It's a reason that was that made sense, but it was like a capitalist reason. It was like a right. Like, I can't a remember liability. what it was. Yeah. Was it a liability thing? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Liability of like oh, four models that people could have been bouncing up and down on and breaking and that sort of thing. That so. sucks, though. Yeah. Let's go back to the 80s when you can give shit away and not worry about it. <laughs> but at least, you know, if it's a problem with these bunnies, it's like, no, you can't sell them because they're bunnies. We'll cut the ears off and call them gold chocolate cats. Yeah. They're just the they're just cats with short it's just ears. cats. Yeah. Or long-eared cats. If you cut them down, just call them cats. I agree. 
Everyone wants a chocolate cat. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's not the size of a meteorite. Makes it sound like there's hair in it. Um, anyway, <laughs> gold chocolate cat. <laughs> so there was there there was some copyright protection thing for a similar product is the whole thing. So this the Swiss company, uh, they they had to give it up. Switzerland's largest court, highest court in the land, uh-huh. uh, agreed and overturned the ruling last year by the country's commercial court that had see, uh, sided with little little. Little. Uh, so this is interesting. It says destruction is proportionate, especially as it does not necessarily mean that the chocolate as such would have been destroyed. It said in the right. summary of its verdict. Yeah. So basically, he says, "Oh well, you know, melt the chocolate down, use it for other products. You don't have to destroy the bunnies. Just melt the bunnies. Melt them and make them into coins or whatever dumb thing That's chocolate right. make uh, chocolate people make. Did you like the chocolate coin as a kid?" We, I used to think that was I amazing. Did. I love that. Yeah, you get the you get the uh, the weird mesh grape bag uh, of uh, those little gold coins. And, yeah, those uh, were great. Those were great. I don't know why they were good. They just they were probably not good. They were probably terrible chocolate in there. But yeah, as a kid, you didn't care. It was a coin, man. And sometimes you get a little bit of the foil. You forget to take it off there, and you get it like on a yeah. filling or something. And it would hurt. Yeah, but it would hurt so yeah. good, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to love those. Uh, final story. This is a happy ending of sorts. <laughs> I like those. Yeah, I always like those. Extra. Yeah, big fan of the happy ending, are you? Yep, sure. Uh, Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Uh huh. As a former president once coined. Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, the the paper towels. Here you go. Paper towels. <laughs> Yeah, okay, how those uh, the paper towel thing must have worked because you just don't hear about it anymore. It's all good right. down there. Yep. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Miss Puerto Rico, Miss Argentina revealed that they secretly got married. Oh, Aww, nice. Uh, marriage... If only other countries could come together like this. No kidding. No pun give, intended. Give peace a chance. That's right. Oh my gosh. No pun intended. Indeed. A pair of international pageant winners are showing love knows no boundaries. Miss Miss Argentina of 2020, Malaria Valerina. <laughs> it's Mariana Valerina. <laughs> she does she does not have the name of a of a disease. <laughs> so, look, it's just a bad fever. We got shots for it now. <laughs> 26 years old and Miss Puerto Rico, 2020. Fabiola Valentin. Hey, there you go. That was you nailed. I was ready for that one. Yeah, she's 22. They wrote in an Instagram post. They got married October 28th after having kept their relationship out of the public eye. Hmm. Aww. Uh, let's see. After deciding to keep their relationship that's... private, we opened the doors on a special day. 28 10 22. The couple wrote in their message. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh Man, for two years they've been keeping this thing a secret. It would have been much better if it's like at the end of the pageant they kissed passionately and got married mm-hmm. after uh, after the, <laughs> the sash went to Miss Cambodia. That's right. <laughs> Miss Cambodia. There she is. <laughs> That's right. A couple posted photos together in recent years, but not shared any uh, info that they were dating. Everyone thought they were just pals that met on the circuit, you know? Nice. Yeah. Nope. They're married now and they're lovely, lovely ladies. Aww. Yeah, beautiful ladies. Uh, isn't that how I see <laughs> Reinhardt? What's the guy's name on The Simpsons? The the guy that's like Arnold, but they call him something yeah, else. Reinhardt uh, Wolf, Wolfhart or Reinhardt Wolfcastle. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Reinhardt I love his thing where they're like, "How do you sleep at night on a pile of let's see, 
On a pile of money with many beautiful ladies, he says. <laughs> I've been watching The Simpsons. So I'm kind of Rainier weird. Wolf Castle. Rainier Wolf Castle. Yeah, Rainier Wolf Castle. Reinhardt uh, uh, has a shield. I still got it before anyone in the chat room posted. So yeah. that there's, you know. Our brains are still capable. Credit. credit for that. Yeah, our high SAT scores on display today. All right. That's, right. uh, that's it for the news. And now we'll take a break. When we come back, Bill Duran will be here. Let's see what's going on in the world of makers. Also, a little bit of science with Bobby. I also have a question for him from uh, one Sirenex in the chat room. So that's all coming up shortly, but I need a song to make it happen. Yeah, let's go to Germany. Yeah, oh. to a band called the Esprits, and they're spelled like the old uh, the, the the shirts that we bought in the eighties. Remember those shirts we bought in the eighties? Sure. S p e s p r i t s. The Esprits. Um, these guys are already like killing it in Germany, and now they're uh, making their way to America with a feel good energy bomb called White Shoes and the Walk. Uh, I like the song a lot. The video is kind of, uh, eh, all right, this looks like some sort of weird Eurovision crazy pants thing. Uh, However, the song is great. Here are the Esprits and White Shoes and the Walk. Cannot escape you, I don't even try. I am addicted to the day that I die. You got me moving, electrified To sonic grooving, my valentine So how can the devil commit a crime? If I was the devil, you would be mine
You know, bitch, what? From from corn. I never watch corn. Oh, egg? How? No, never. That's no be in the band corn. She said, I've never watched corn. I've never watched corn. I feel so much more social when I take these mushrooms. The Morning Stream. Don't impose your values on me, Sam. You know, everyone... uh... (laughs) Everyone talks about the William Shatner audio when he goes, oh, Jesus. But they never play all the rest of his audio from that flight. I know. It's because it turns out he's a corn fan and he doesn't want anyone to know. So I got to watch corn. out. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I need to know who that song was again so I can... Oh, I'll tell you. That was uh, The Esprit's a brand new single that they've released called White Shoes and The Walk. Nice. No, that was not William Shatner, by the way, people. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. no, I was just... Let's not confuse things. Oh, Jesus. That's William Shatner. This thing uh, here... So that, uh, my understanding is, that's somebody talking normal and doing corn impressions normal, but they're using a voice filter that makes them sound like a really, like, slow-talking drunk dude. Oh. And so that whole conversation was converted, and it just weirded me out, and I thought, well, I'm... I'm going to use that. Really weird. I, I don't know what to make of it, sir. I, I like, do not know. I like to use weird things. So that's what yes. I did. Uh, Bill Duran incoming. As yeah. you may expect here. But I got to remember how to spell punish props. There we go. Uh, on his way in here to talk cool stuff. Check it out. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us from the Pacific Northwest. Somewhere near Seattle. Nope. I won't say quite where. We're not going to dox him entirely, but he's over there making cool stuff all the time, and he comes on the show on Tuesdays and talks about making stuff, the world of makers, that sort of thing. Bill, welcome back. Hello. I'd like to formally announce that I'm retiring the maker life, and I'm going to be an all-time Marvel Snap streamer. That's (laughs) the only thing I do now. Fantastic. (laughs) You know, if there's one way to get you off of uh, Grounded, it's to introduce an addictive card game into your life. Yeah, or or Satisfactory. Yeah, uh, Yeah. you want to quit playing uh, other video games, play a card game. That's the way it works. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh I'm glad it's doing as well as it's doing because it's the least predatorial card game on the market. Digital yeah, card I game. Agree. Yeah. And I like that. And Any it's, more it's of that. just crazy fun. It's yeah. just super short games and it's really fun. Yeah. But no, I, I am still making stuff. Oh but good. I have been <laughs> distracted. <laughs> uh, thank goodness. He's making a replica of Marvel Snap Physical Edition. There you go. It now. Uh, what are you working on? What's going what on you these wish days? For. Like you might start making Marvel Snap cards. Yeah. Yeah. You could make that it would actually be not I mean it'd be a lot of stuff, but you could make that into a board game pretty quickly. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, what is going on over there? What are you making now? So I've been working on this brass project and I wanted to talk about brazing. You guys familiar with the method? Uh, only, only when my burgers uh, come to me from Dairy Queen and they feel like they've been soaking and soaking and cooking in water. That's yeah. the only mm. braising I'm familiar with. I was going to say that to me and thinks of I think of meat when you say braising. So I'm not right. sure what to expect here. So uh, it's a method for attaching metal parts together. It's kind of like welding, but it's it's not welding. Welding okay. is very high temperature, like MIG welding. 
You take two pieces of steel, you introduce uh, some filler metal. It melts both the base metal and the filler metal until it is all fused into one homogenous piece. That is uh, welding. We're not doing that. Okay. We are brazing. Right. What you end up doing is... Uh, you put two pieces of metal together and then the filler metal melts to fill in the joint, but it doesn't melt the base metal. It doesn't fuse it. It just acts like a cement that fills the joint. It's still pretty strong, but it's not as strong as something like welding. However, it is very, very useful for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you just don't want to use it to like fix the the rim of your car <laughs> you don't want it to, nothing that is going to be under a lot of high temperature or high stress sure that but again lots of really great applications mostly you can braze two di- metals two different metals together like normally you wouldn't be able to um weld aluminum to steel but you can braze them together oh, so nice. depending on the, the, the specific project you're doing or the, the needs you need brazing may be the solution for you. So it's not just like the equivalent of welding at all, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah. if, if it was as simple as that, you could take a welding torch and bam, those two metals are together. But I don't. Sure. It doesn't work that way, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look at uh, me with so my how, metal knowledge. My metallurgical knowledge is is uh, knows no bounds. Now that I've talked <laughs> <Right>. to you. <laughs> so here's the the, the process in a nutshell. Um, you take the two parts that you want to uh, stick together. You prepare them, clean them off. Uh, and then you find some way to hold them in their final position. You can't touch them. They're going to get really hot. So usually little clamps or something to hold them in place. And then you put a little bit of flux on the joint. Flux is like a paste type stuff that you can brush on. And that prevents oxides from forming on the metal, which would prevent the joint from happening. So you put a little flux on there and then you heat up the parts, usually with a torch, especially if you're doing anything small like I've been doing. You use a little torch. When the parts are hot enough to melt the filler metal, you just touch the filler metal in there and it melts into the joint. The flux helps it sort of wick in there with capillary action. Uh, <laughs> capillary it's really action. cool. If you've ever like sweated copper pipes together, it's kind of that process. And it's just, it's really neat. It's actually quite simple. And you don't need a ton of tools or materials to do it. You don't need to buy a welder. You just need to torch the filler material and... Um, uh, the flux. It sounds like hardcore soldering in a weird way. It, it kind, kind of, of yeah. is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you got the filler part, which you know is like your solder, and then you got the the, the heat element thing, and then you got the mm-hmm. other other kind of metal you're trying to put together. So it's like you know, solder's for the little kids. This is for men. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. men. It is, and it is quite a bit stronger than solder. Now you could do the same thing with solder. In fact, for very very small brass things, I've used solder because I it's all I have, just normal electronics. Um, solder mm-hmm. uh, but um, there are more robust ways to do it and I, I recently picked up some uh, silver solder whoa which is it's got silver in it and a bunch of other stuff and that is creates a much stronger bond than normal solder so I'm going to be experimenting with that this week if you use silver solder to build a motherboard of a computer oh. would would you in 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 by doing so would you limit the ability of werewolves to use your brand of computer? <laughs> I would certainly hope so. Okay, good. I'm going to have to remember that next time I build a computer. Perfect. Uh, well, that's cool. I, are you going to? Yeah. I assume you're going to chronicle some of this and do some. Yeah, footage. definitely. Yeah. Uh, this will be in our next. I'm, I you should do this for the channel. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be using this to um, put together my my arcane brass butterfly. So we'll definitely film all that. It'll be fun. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. 
I was talking about the filler metals. So um, I've got the silver solder I'm going to be trying, but there are a lot of different types of filler metals depending on the type of metal you want to join. And of course, if you're going to give this a go, this is something you could look up pretty pretty quickly. You're like, oh, I want to stick uh, two pieces of steel together. What sort of filler should I get? Right. You can look that up. Um, and then, like I said, for my brass project, silver solder seems like it'll be really good. Last week, I, I showed you guys that video of Adam putting together a uh, can, a, um, a watering can. This is exactly what he used to put it all together. Um, oh, cool. Brazing with silver solder. Nice. Uh, and then, it, like I said, it can be useful for a lot of stuff. I'm using it, obviously, to make small metal sculptures, but it can be really good for repairing things like jewelry or metal eyeglasses, especially if they have like a metal frame that broke. You could totally braze those things back together. Mm -hmm. uh, but really, any non-structural parts uh, or repairs on metal that don't have too much stress on them and won't get hot enough to melt the uh, filler metal. Quick question. So can can you use, yeah. if you mentioned the solder, silver solder you're going to play around with, and you mentioned mm -hmm. these other type of metals and stuff, could you braze or solder with gold? Is that even an option? I wonder. Hmm. I mean, that sounds very expensive. I mean, it sounds but... expensive, but yeah. But let's say cost was no issue, and it was like as easy to get a silver, copper, brass, or whatever. Um, I wonder what the product, because... Like I was talking to my dentist the other day, a few couple days ago, and he oh. was he was like, "That tooth you got in your mouth will never go away. You're gonna always have that gold crown, and it'll never be a problem. It'll never have to be redone. It's because it's so perfect for the human mouth mm. uh, as a replacement for your teeth. It's just cosmetically, no one likes it because it looks like big old gold bling in your face, unless right. you want that, of course. Right. Um, so I always wonder, well, is that true of gold and other applications? Could I take gold and make? I mean, I don't know how conductive it is. Maybe that's part of the problem. Is you don't see it in electronics because it's less conductive than whatever the hell they're using. I don't. I don't know. So there's my gold. Right. That's the golden question. Yeah. <laughs> Cost could be a factor as well. Yeah. Uh, it does. I did a quick search here. It does look like gold is used as a filler material. It's likely not solid gold. Right. It's likely that gold, just like silver solder, is not solid silver. There is some silver mixed in. But there sense. is, I guess, some reason to have gold in there as well. Yeah. And it's just, it's soft and pliable compared to other metals. So maybe that's mm -hmm. another reason why you wouldn't. Or in cases where you need the flexibility and less rigidity, maybe that is a good reason to use it. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Anyway, there's my fun gold tangent. Let's go back mm -hmm. to what you were doing. Gold um, tangent. So you're going to you're gonna do a video on this. I'm excited about it. This kind of stuff totally intrigues me. So um, yeah. I will keep my eyes out for it. Uh Bill, you have anything else you want to mention this week? Got a bonus? I do, link? yeah. This is an older video from uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels, The Craftsman, Steady Crafting. He did a video on silver soldering, and he does a lot of small uh, jewelry-type projects, which is what this is perfect for. So if you want to learn about silver soldering, The Craftsman has a great video for you. Oh, look at these little tiny like things. little people, yeah. <laughs> oh, these yeah, are great. That's what I'm talking about. Great. This little key thing. Oh, look. Okay, I mean, well. think about it like you can just glue metal together and then decide what you want to do with that. Because <laughs> once you realize that, the the uh, the potential is uh, pretty limitless. I want to make a little robot. Mm -hmm. I'll tell your friend thanks for that. Okay, you probably have a lot of uh, scraps of metal stuff around your house that would make a great robot. Probably would. Hey, uh, I forgot to mention this. We got a, a text from uh, a listener from Jeannie who said, "I want to add to this conversation about titanium because we talked about it last week, and oh, yeah. we got way too many titanium questions and emails. I don't know. I know. Like it really turned into the T and TMS for a while. It really yeah. was titanium morning stream. <laughs> anyway, 
Another reason titanium is so widely used, says Jeannie, uh, is for medical applications. It is not magnetic. Uh, this can be crucial oh. when needing an MRI. Uh, also, I guess you don't want it to break down in the body when you have internal stuff. So, yeah. So, like, if you get a titanium rod in your knee, mm-hmm. uh, your back or something, those are the kind of people you also need to do follow-up MRIs with, like, down the road. And you can't have... Uh, metal that's magnetic or magnetically affected metal and so there you go another titanium uh, deal Mm -hmm. so there you go Bill with his titanium inspiration it's just one more up for titanium I've never never worked with titanium before probably pretty cool yeah it would be cool you talked about I think it only came up in passing too because we were talking about rods you could buy at your metal marketplace you always buy Mm -hmm. all your metal from and we're like ooh they have titanium I think that was like the extent of it and then suddenly the world wants to talk about titanium so there you have it. Well, damn. Anyway, build around. Now everybody. I can like, go look up titanium. I kind of want to buy a piece. Yeah, see? <laughs> see what we've it. done? This was all part of Big Titanium's plan to get you to buy more titanium. The whole th- the whole thing was a, sh- a schmear, a, sh- a sham. <laughs> it's just a, Not a schmear. Just a way to push Big Titanium. <laughs> big Titanium right down your throat. Hey, Bill, it's uh, always good to have you on here. Of course, PunishProps.com is the place to go or the YouTube channel or both. Why not both, I say? Uh, and you can uh, see all the cool stuff he is working on and has worked on. If you're not already uh, following or subscribing, you should be. Bill, have a grand week. Thanks, guys. See you later. See you next time. Oh, he's just so pleasant there at the end. I know. That Bill. Even the whole time, really, Scott. I mean, uh, It's true. It was never unpleasant. Never unpleasant. Nope. And I'll take that over unpleasant, well, really, any day. Sure. Um, okay, here's here's some fun, everyone. Get put on your science hats. Science. That's right. It's time for some science. A little science with Bobby Frankenberger. Uh, you may know him as a co-host of a fine show called All Around Science. And uh, he's also on the show quite a bit. In fact, he'll be here tomorrow to guest host while Brian's out. And cool. uh, we'll have TV's Travis on Thursday. And, uh, yeah. you know... Couple of a couple of our good buddies uh, uh, helping us out, but it's Tuesday, so it's time for science. Bobby, welcome to the yeah. show. Science us up, yeah. Thanks. Wow, that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of stuff, but you know, yeah. you're worth it. You're worth every penny uh, that Thanks. we don't pay you. Hey, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Um, uh, you know, you come to us with science and knowledge, and that's mm-hmm. always good. Mm-hmm. But before you lay it on us, I have a question from Sirenex <laughs> in the chat room. Okay. Okay, our good this our good friend Sirenex. Good yeah. good pal Sirenex, good guy. Yep. Uh, he sent in this text, and this text this says, is the "Hello." Same one we read earlier, actually. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's true. Oh, is this the same one? Oh, it is the yeah, same. It's the same one. Oh, never mind then. Hey, Bobby, I'll ask you the question: Of yeah, all right. the animals not currently represented in comic books, okay? So you got your Black Panthers and your Hawkman and all that. Is there an animal you would want to be associated with your superpowers in the Marvel or DC universe? Since we already answered, or actually lack of answered, you could maybe answer this. Um, uh, platypus. Platypus. Platypus man. Plato. Yeah. Plato man. Something like yeah. that. Who's the who's the comedian? There was a comedian that had a platypus man thing in the eighties, wasn't there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's find out. Platypus man. Platypus uh, man. Something. Oh, there is. Yeah, what was that guy's name? It was oh, like it was a, a comedi- s- 80s comedian. Uh, it's a sitcom, it says. Is that right? Oh, is, is it, so that was like he parlayed it into a sitcom? Like it was his... Maybe. His, his bit? Are you thinking of Richard Jenny? <laughs> Richard so, Jenny, that's exactly who I'm thinking that's of. That's who yes. this is. Okay, it's an American sitcom, yeah. UPN, back in the 90... Yeah, 95, same year as um, Voyager started. 
Uh, comedian Richard Jenny, television series based on the hour-long HBO special he filmed in 92. It only lasted sure. one season, total of 13 episodes. Um, Had yeah. nothing to do with the superhero. He was just, it was just like his, there was some comparison of, of, of a platypus to a way he lived his life or something. Yeah. And he, and and he called he, himself platypus. So there. I think maybe you're good. You could, there may be yeah, some confusion. Statue of limitations has run out, so platypus <laughs> man is all yours. Yeah, yeah, you can have it, Bobby. You let us know when you go to town on this and make it happen, or what? You gonna? I, I will. You'll be the first to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Um, and nice. thank you, Serenix, for your thing that I read twice today. All right, let's get to uh, <laughs> let's t- get to whatever science you've brought. How's oh, we all survived the meteor, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, it didn't or, kill us, or did you? Well, yeah, right. This all could be uh, maybe simulation. you're living on a in a simulation in a computer somewhere. There are times I wonder, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, that thing just went whew, right by us, right? Nothing, no, no residuals. Yep, I felt the breeze as it went by. <laughs> yeah, just kind of scooched, was, scooched on past us. Yeah, worked, worked yep. out it for was, the best. Uh, it was it was going by pretty hot. That's why the warm weather here uh, happened. It was. Mm. Um, why is it so cold here, though? See now, now there's a conspiracy. Well, the cold weather, as 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 you know, um, <laughs> the uh, the cold weather, the the weather always moves from your side of the country to ours. So we're getting cold weather. Yeah. I think this weekend. That's true. Uh, yeah, we we have rain turning week. into snow, and then this weekend it's supposed to be as the high of 39, low of 20 oh, something. Wow. So, which will be nice for me at the end of the week, beginning of next week, because. It's. I've got some flying lessons lined up, and oh. it's, cold weather is better for flying. Is it? Did you know that? No. Yeah. Hold on a minute. So you're telling me because we're expecting like stormy week next week, and I go to Texas for a couple of days, and the forecast is kind of nasty. Are you mm. telling me we're going to have a better time because there's cold air? Uh, that, you're going to be flying where you're going? Uh, Texas, yeah. Uh, well, it's it doesn't really matter when you fly on uh, airliners because they all fly above the weather anyway. Oh, that's true. But is the cold so, weather good for you while you're climbing? You know, I guess. What <laughs> kind of what kind be, of science expert is this? We need, <laughs> we, need, we need a science check and on aisle you four. You want to be our airplane guy? <laughs> so, <laughs> so strictly technically speaking, yeah, it'll be better for the climb. But you're you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be at that low altitude for such a little amount of time though that it's it's not gonna make that much of an impact. Sure. No, that's a good point. Well, uh, yeah. I wish you the best as you, as you climb those those friendly skies and uh, all that. But that's not what you brought today for science. What'd you bring? <laughs> uh, but talking about you want to talk about spiders? Let's talk about spiders. Okay, Brian, you like spiders, right? I hate spiders with a passion. Yeah. So this is great. Yeah. Well, this is great because I'm going to tell you all about how spiders are smarter than you think they are. Okay, good. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, how smart yeah. are they? they? They don't run when they're my, my foot's over them. Well, we're talking about black widows today. Can't be oh, that smart. Yeah, okay. If they're not running from Brian's foot, how smart can they be? Yeah, how smart could they be? Yep. <laughs> in my um, house. <laughs> so, so a lot of a lot of small creatures like like insects, arachnids, they don't have very big brains, right? Because how could they? Um, right. And uh, I mean, just look at they, them. They're just these little tiny guys. How yeah. big could that brain? How be? How big could their brain really be? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Really. Come really. on. Um, and uh, so how do they accomplish complex tasks, right? Like ants com- and, and spiders, they build very complex things, webs, uh, entire ant colonies. They organize themselves when you have like like bees and, and ants 
they organize themselves really, really well. How do they how how do they accomplish those types of tasks? Right. Um, it's an interesting question to think about. And the typical explanation is that they do it through sort of like algorithmic algorithmic processes in the brain, right? Like it's sure. it's it seems complex, but it's not as complex as as it might seem because it's really just a simple set of rules and stimulus response, right? Like something happens. And you just respond to it. And if you have a bunch of ants and they're all doing this, it can create sort of like emergent behavior out of a, out of a bunch of things doing doing this, right? Right, right. Spiders, you know, they might catch and capture prey, but really, are they just resp- aren't they just sitting on the edge of their web and just responding to a vibration, and then they jump to action, and then just do what they're pre-programmed to do? There's no thought there; they just do it. It right? feels instinctual. Sure. It feels like um, sure. I don't know when your dog's ears perk up because they heard a cat or something. It's just what they do. Right, right. They they can't. It's it's just pre-wired programming in the brain, and there's not like complex thought that that is that is being involved. No that's, higher level cognitive. That's what we've all thought, right? right? That's what we've assumed. Right. But I have a feeling you're about to break a there's, plate over. Feels our like heads. there's a butt. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the scientists don't ever like to just sit by and say, "Oh, that's what it looks like." Okay, well then we're done. <laughs> Just file that one away. Mm. Um, so there's a there's this scientist. His name is Clint Sergi at the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and he just published some results of experiments that he did testing the memories of black widow spiders. Um, and it turns out that they may have greater cognitive functioning than you might think, at least in terms of memory. My, I mean, um, they're pretty good at calming the Hulk down. I've seen that before. Black Widow. <laughs> yes, they are. So they can at least remember Sun's songs. Down, big fella. Big fella. Yeah. Calm down there, buddy. Yeah. Um, they can they can remember um, <laughs> uh, sequences of phrases. You're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're really good at saying I don't. They they're good at detecting when something's not a party. <laughs> when something feels right. like a party or not. Yeah. yeah it's whether true. it's a party yeah. or not, she'll know. You know. <laughs> and are there? By the way, thing. are there male? I've never asked this. Yeah, there are male black widows. Yes, but yeah. they don't have the huge butt and the nice big no. symbol in that, right? Nope, they're brown. No. They're they're bulbous, but they're brown, and they don't have the hourglass. And plus, she eats. And they're not like, as poisonous, right? Isn't that the deal? I think so. I'm I'm certainly no black widow expert, but I do remember reading one time that a lot of the myths that we have, and I say myths, but um, a lot of the the ideas we have about black widow spiders are actually not totally true, like how. How they they all eat the the male after mating? Uh-huh. Apparently, that's not always true. Um, and that they're super deadly. Apparently, they're not all that yeah. deadly. Um, they definitely hurt, and you probably need to see someone about getting bitten by one. But <laughs> this is totally an aside, I guess. But uh, they <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, all the data that was collected about you know you get bit by a black widow, and then you're gonna die. Yeah. Um, very quickly because they're very poisonous, very venomous. Um, apparently, after a review of that was done, that that was all the result of uh, the people who were getting bit by like like apparently black widow spiders don't like to bite people. Okay, they just they just want to stay away. They don't like to bite people, and and they only bite when they they feel like they're cornered or yeah. or threatened or threatened and have no other recourse. Right. Okay. <laughs> And where that and where they like to hang out is like dark, dank places, wood piles, uh, garages, uh, underneath yeah. or that inside, right there, <laughs> or, <laughs> or inside 
the uh, the the business zone of an outhouse. Oh um, gosh! <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> business zone. Apparently, the people <laughs> the who would get zone. bit by black. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, the people who would get bit by black widow spiders are are guys who were going to the bathroom and they'd get bit on their junk. <laughs> and there would be a lot of blood flow, apparently, which would spread the venom quickly to the rest of their body. And that's why the uh, all the the data and statistics were that if you got bit by a black widow spider, you die. Ugh. But but there are so many more cases of people just being bitten like on the arm in in like normal circumstances in there, and they they don't die. Um, but yeah, some anyway. of them get powers and. Uh, beat Doctor yeah. Octopus. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't wow. know what kind of spider. Do we know what kind of spider, Brian? The that Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man got bit by. Do we? Oh, yeah. No, it, I'm sure. I'm sure. At one point during the lore, they probably said what kind of spider it was, but it definitely was not a Black Widow or a. Yeah. You know, probably just your what they probably referred to as just a generic uh, house spider or laboratory yeah. spider or something. A lab spider. A yeah, lab spider. You know the famous lab spiders. Yeah, that, uh, you know yeah. lab spider. Sure. <laughs> so back to Black Widows in memory. Sure. Um, so it's been known for a while that that black widows can actually remember when they've caught prey. Um, yeah. That was already known. That what it, what it it'll it'll catch its prey. You know, it, it wraps it up in webbing and it'll come back for it sometime after. But um, they it's been known that that they can remember that, and it makes sense, right? Because a black widow, you don't. It takes energy to go after and capture prey. So it benefits a species, it benefits the spider to be able to remember, oh, I've recently caught some prey, I don't need to do that again for some time, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I've caught a certain amount of prey, I don't need to do that for some time, because I've got enough to survive right now. Sure. Um, what Clint Sergi wanted to know was how detailed is their memory? You know, how can they build mental representations of their webs, for example? Like they, they build the web, but do they know, do they have like a mental picture in their mind of what the can web they looks say, like? Oh, I'm going to build the web, like the same web I built a few days ago because that worked out really well for yeah. catching stuff. Yeah, that's what or, I wonder. Or like, even more so, can they remember, oh, I built the, I, I built the, the den over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I built, I built the, uh, the game you know, room the, was over here. Yeah. Yeah. The, fo- the foyer is over here. Yeah. That's where the bugs come um, in. So hold on a second. Remember that old thing where they gave cocaine to spiders and stuff and then their webs were all yeah. jacked up? Oh, and had them, yeah, right. Doesn't that lead them, or doesn't that indicate that they do, in a way, have something set in their head and we're altering it by introducing cocaine? No, because you can just, yeah, well, sure, but all that that really shows us, if you just, I don't know the details about that, those experiments, yeah. but if we're just using the the images of the webs as the data that was collected, then that could imply that they're just, the that the drugs are just affecting the way that they move around. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. Um, you, don't, you don't really know what that means unless you do some more detailed experiment. And I'm sure more detailed experimentation has been done. I just don't know what it was. But this one, like I said, Sergey wanted to know, does, does a spider have, a, have some sort of detailed memory of what's going on in their web and what's going on with, with prey that they catch? Right. So 
what it would do is he would give he would he would present black widow spiders with dead insects in their prey and then they'd take them away they'd go and they they'd wrap up the dead insects and leave them there and then what would what he would do is after they wrapped up the dead insect he would then snip it off the web and take it away okay um so so you know the spider has gone has right. quote unquote captured their prey right. and and then it's gone. We have to go do some run, run some other errand. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Went to go pay the bills or something like that, and then now it's coming back for lunchtime. Does <laughs> what does the spider do? Does the spider go back to the same place? Where does the, he put up his two front legs and go? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Turn its little head back and forth a few times. Yeah, scratch its chin. That's black widow spider <laughs> Top chin. Top of its head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what he what he found was that yes, the spiders would go back. The black widow spiders would go back to the part of the web where it caught the prey. It wouldn't just. It's not like the spider's just doing a. Because uh, one thing you could think is maybe the spider's just very, like part of its behavior is. It remembers that it caught prey, and to find it later, it just does a like a systematic search of the web until it comes across it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be a way to find the food that you caught without having to remember where it was right. on the web. But it, he found that the spiders would go back to the specific location where the prey was captured. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Also, even more than that, um, when it would catch multiple prey, like when Siri would offer multiple prey, some some insects were bigger than the others, the Black Widow spiders would spend more time uh, looking around because it would go back to where it was and it would, in a sense, scratch its head and look around, Brian, because it would spend time like looking around in that area. Like, mm, okay. like where is it? Did, it? did it wiggle its way around to the other side of the web or down further or... Yeah, just in okay. the general, just in the general yeah. area, it would look around to see if it was there and it would spend more time looking around to see if it could find bigger insects that it had Mm. caught. Mm. So the bigger the insect was that is now missing, the longer the black widow spider would spend looking for it, as if it's like more concerned about that missing meal, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. So that's that's really interesting. So you might wonder, like, who cares uh, that we know this about spiders now? Um, but, uh, the interesting thing is that it wasn't, it's, it's always been thought that non-vertebrate animals, you know what a vertebrate is? Yeah. Like a vertebrate is, uh, me and you, we got, yeah. ver- we got vertebrae of uh, non-vertebrate would be like, like a jellyfish. Jellyfish. And, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Snails. Beetles. Yeah, exactly. It's a backbone, right? Uh, a vertebrate animal has a, has a backbone and, um, and beetles, beetles are, are made of goo like crabs, beetles and crabs. They got goo in there that holds it all together. <laughs> So right. like, you know, right? If I have that right, that's non vertebrate yeah, exoskeleton. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Insects and um and uh, and arachnids are non they're invertebrates. Um, right. they're so they're not vertebrates like this, but it's always been thought that vertebrate animals were the ones that had complex cognitive abilities and invertebrates didn't. And this implies that that may not be necessarily true and and um helps to kind of further our our nuance understanding of of how other animals uh, are able to think and how their brains work and how different kinds of brains can work because their brains are very different than ours and sure. stuff like that. Sure, sure. 
Well, that's fascinating stuff. I don't know why spiders, as much as I disagree with where they are all the time, <laughs> they fascinate me as a as a. You disagree yeah. with where they are? Yeah, I don't like. Right. I don't like it. I don't agree with you being in the living room. Uh, it's a. It's a. Have you tried? Have I'd... you tried having a discussion with the spider? Um, <laughs> you know, really, if I yeah, just talk to the spider, yeah, but they never remember that we've talked about it. <laughs> yeah, if I could just take a second and talk about talk to them and let them know. I'm with them. I'm I'm here too. We went over this yesterday. <laughs> I moved your food. Yeah. You're yeah. outside now. Apparently I yeah. just need to give them caffeine. My gosh, dude. Look at the Apparently caffeine. Apparently so, does. yeah. Yeah. This is even a worse one I found. Look at this thing. I'll put it in the Discord. You guys can see it. But it's like freaking I mean, it sounds like the worst thing to give a spider is caffeine. <laughs> Look at that. Oh wow. I'm like kidding. that's a, the, the, it basically turns spiders into Halloween monsters is what it does. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cuz that's how we that's... put fake fake webbing around on Halloween. Anyway, <laughs> it's fascinating stuff. Uh Bobby is always love having you on talking about these weird things and um hope for more. Uh in the meantime, you got a show that you do about science. What's going on on, on that thing and what's going, you know, yep. what are you doing? Our uh, our science show that me and my co-host Mora do is all around science and um we just had a we just had an episode that came out yesterday that talks about um antibiotics and antibiotic resistance because that's a big problem that scientists have been talking about for a while. And um and so we dug a little bit into it of why what causes antibiotic resistance and and what what really is the problem. So we talked about that. Nice. And um so uh yeah, check it out all around science. We just talk about science stuff every week. And Kinda it's where, like this, it's, it's wherever you get more. your podcast. Wherever you do that, whatever it is. Yeah, every everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be the featured number one show on every service. Splunker. Or, it will be if or you make it happen. Audio plunk. Remember Odeo? Remember, remember when Jack, uh, who made Twitter, was making Odeo before Twitter? Odeo, sure. Yeah. That he gave up Odeo because Twitter took off? Yeah, remember those <laughs> days? Kind of wish he'd made Odeo now. <laughs> All right. Hey, well done, Bobby. It's always good to have you here. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Um, yeah, Miss Jack. Oh, oh, Jack. Can we get Jack back? He had an argument with uh, Musk with on Twitter yesterday. Really? Yeah. It was like this argument about some clear some some feature they use and he was like, We're renaming it and he was like, I think that name's good. They're just having an argument about the name. I'm like, you guys, I don't want to hear your millionaire billionaire conversations. No kidding. Yeah. Go somewhere else. All right, check this out. Uh, okay. We got ready, a few ready. things coming up today at three thirty Mountain Time. Play retro. We're talking about the early eight bit and sixteen bit wrestling games. In fact, we're going to try to nail down the top five. So Ooh, if you want nice. to check that out, uh, do. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, those games. I'm not like I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I love the yeah. games. And uh, we'll talk about why that is. Like, why is it the games are cool to me, but the actual sport is not that big a deal. It's real to me, damn it. It's real to me. Anyway, <laughs> there's also a brand new diary going up today, and I wanted to, to just tease a little bit something coming up Friday. I'm going to be sitting down with the great Chris Metzen for a long conversation. Probably put that on a few of the feeds so people can hear it wherever they're getting their shows. Nice. So uh, if you miss hearing uh, what Chris has to say, we will have things to say this week somewhere. It's definitely on Core, but it may be in other places as well. I'll let you guys know. Uh, that's it. Brian, you got anything else before we go? Um, there will be a uh, soundography going up, uh, fairly soon. Um, uh, might be today. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, we're, we're finally getting ready for our next season. And that means it's time for our, uh, episodes on, 
uh, you got to listen to this. This is where you were on one of these. This is where uh, Hammond and I and special guests come on, force us to listen to an entire album and um, and talk about what we think. So those episodes are going to start dropping very soon. Uh, awesome. So check those out. I did. I was on there and I loved it. It was a great time. You was. Yeah, you yeah, were. You was. Great. You was. I was. <laughs> you was. <laughs> who, who did I do? I did. Um, you did. It was a uh, new wave thing. It was right? like a new age. Yeah, it was a new age new artist age. that surprised the crap out of us. What's uh, his name? It's oh, jeez, I can't even remember my own damn I know, pick. I know, but I love that music back in the day. It was an yeah. early '90s thing. Can't think of the guy's name. Anyway, it's good, and so are all the other episodes of that show. So do check it out. Also, if you're just sitting around on a couple of bucks a month, going, I don't know what to do with these. Well, I'd recommend sending them to us at Patreon.com/tms. Why do you ask? Well, there's a good reason for everything, and today is no different. Be like Ron Powell, who's been with us since the beginning, and join us at patreon.com slash TMS for pre-show content every day, couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, other great monthly benefits. Oh, and you never want to hear another ad ever? Well, that's one way to do it. Patreon.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, everything else over there is at frogpants.com slash TMS, including quicktms.li, which is now there. Mm Uh, yep so now you can go one place and find everything all right brian let's get out of here with a song do you have a song yes i do and uh this this request came in in all caps uh like all caps so that should give you an idea who it came from it says hi shite and bastard it's just (laughs) over four months since i was kindly freed from my cheating c bleep uh x not gonna say that word but it begins with a c you might be able to guess what it is Mm. it's also four months since i put an offer to buy my first house well four months later and today if all goes well i'll be moving into my house that i bought all by my damn self but before i kicked that twat to the curb i told him i'm taking the dog dumbass so me my hairy wiener forest and my vibrators could live happily ever after together hey let's we're we're now entering the nsfw portion of uh tms so uh if you're at work here welcome to claire town it's clear oh that's true in ireland it's pronounced twat not twat okay thank thank you you. here in the u.s it's pronounced twat just to let you know Yeah, Yeah. yeah Uh, I've supplied some suggestions you can pick a cover of or just play something that's about boss-ass bitches that don't need no men or about moving on to greater things that I can listen to while unpacking. Love the show, though, Claire. Uh, P.S. Just play me all the S's and F's you have. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. What you just heard was give me a lot of S's and F's. What I said was give me all the S's and F's you have. Do you understand? Yeah, we do get it. We get it. We do get it. Uh, so one of the songs that uh, Claire put on her list was a cover of uh, Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know. And I have a version by the Dan Band that does seem to have all the S's and F's in it mm. that you could possibly want. However, it ends abruptly because they fade like like Dan Band usually, do, Dan Band usually does. They go into another song really quickly. Um, so And it's really short. It's like a minute long. So rather than that, let's go to... Uh, a geek troubadour, someone I consider a friend and who uh, came and performed at my concert way back low so many years ago, back in 2008. In uh, August 2008 at the Bally Casino Hotel in Las Vegas, I was uh, joined on stage by one Jonathan Colton, who also does his own version of Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know, making him one of two performers on stage that day who do covers of this very song, oddly enough. 
Oh, weird. Was the other one Richard, uh, Richard Cheese also does oh, okay. a cover of You Wanna Know. Okay, yeah. so no cameras and spit uh, did also. No cameras and spit. This version, spit, uh, you know, camera all you want. Share this on social media. Talk about how much you loved it because Jonathan Colton understands social media. Hmm. Uh, he, this is one that he didn't release on one of his thing of weeks. He just recorded and released it. And uh, it's got a couple of the uh, the swears in it. Here is Jonathan Colton and his version of You Oughta Know. See you guys tomorrow. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. An older version of me, is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother. Cause the love that you gave that we made wasn't able to make it enough for me. To be open wide Oh Every time you speak her name Does she know how you told me you'd hold me Until you died, till you died But you're still alive And I'm here To remind you Of the mess you left When you went away It's not fair
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. There aren't enough plugs. That's true. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.